Last week, we also asked people to send questions of things that you want us to talk about. We got this question and it kind of scared me a little bit, honestly. <laughs> I was like, maybe we'll just skip over that question, but I'm gonna try to tackle it. Hi guys, it's Kobe and welcome back to Uncut BTS, where we take you behind the scenes of our podcast, our businesses, and our lives. Andrew's not here today, it's just me, and it's my first solo episode, so I hope you guys enjoy it. Please like if you do. Um, Andrew's on his way back from San Diego. He and Baby E and Megan um, went for a quick trip and ate a lot of good food, it looks like, but we're missing him. But I wanted to make sure to keep um, showing up for you because we said we would every, every Monday, and it's Monday, so it's Uncut BTS Day. Um, last week, we also asked people to send questions of things that you want us to talk about. We got this question, and it kind of scared me a little bit, honestly. <laughs> I was like, maybe we'll just skip over that question, but... I'm going to try to tackle it and I hope I don't get canceled. But the question from two underscore pood, also two poo. Her question is education in Hawaii and options local families have to get quality education for their kids. All right. So I'm going to break this down a little bit. I want to make sure that nobody gets offended because private school, public school, homeschool, everybody has to make the right decision that they feel they feel is the right decision for their child. And I'm really honestly on the fence. So most of you know that I went to a, pri a public school, uh, Ku'u High School, which I love. Ku'u High School made me who I am today. And yes, we didn't have all the bells and whistles. We had limited like programming, but I feel like I enrolled in everything, all the clubs, all the sports, prom, committee, homecoming. It was amazing. And I think there's a lot of pride about, about coming from someplace like that. And I carried it throughout my life. I'm very proud to have gone to Kuu High School. You know, growing up, I never knew of private school kids. Like I, they weren't in my circle. So I knew, you know, my classmates and my family members in Kuu and then you know, we had connections to people in like Waikia High School or Konawaina and so, and they're all public schools. So I never really in, had encounters or like really knew people in the private school world. And of course, when you come from that kind of environment um, where you don't understand the other side, there's always some like negative connotation, like, oh, private school kids are whatever, like kaimakamaka or entitled or spoiled. And that's just like the narrative that gets told when you're coming from something that's not that. When you see like all of these schools winning awards and killing it on the field and you're like, well, they're winning because they get to pick the best players from the whole state. And so that was kind of like my mentality of private school growing up. And then when I moved to Oahu, I met a lot of great people from Punahou, Iolani, Midpack. HBA, HPA, and they're just normal kids, which changed the narrative for me. I was like, okay, maybe they're not all spoiled kids. Maybe they're really great kids too. And then I started working with Punahou and Kamehameha and well, and back 
tracking. My brothers both went to Kamehameha. So they both are private school kids that came from public school and they both absolutely love their school experience. And so I always thought Kamehameha was a great school. I just wasn't for me. I wanted to stay at home. I want to stay with my parents. I want to stay in Kau. So, and at that time they didn't have the Kamehameha Ke'ao campus. So it was public school for me. Then I started working with Punahou and I got to see kind of behind the curtain of what their students get to experience and all the resources that they have and all the cool things that they have on campus. And I was, I was honestly blown away. I was like, holy smokes, like this is high school. They get to have all these cool robotics labs and um, experiences on Hokulea and all this stuff. And it wasn't just that. It wasn't just like their in-school experience, but the legacy of being a part of a school like that. I would shoot the alumni week and all the alumni would come back from like the five-year reunions, 10, 20, 50-year reunions, and they're so tight still. And they, they have this bond and this pride of their school that I have not seen anywhere else. And I was like, wow, if I can one day be able to afford to send my kid to a private school like that, like, why wouldn't I, you know, every parent wants the best for their children and they will work hard to make sure that, that happens. And I was like, okay, if one day I can, I can send my kids to Punahou, I'm going to do that. So fast forward to having kids and the pressure of trying to get them into a preschool that eventually feeds into Punahou was real. People would be like, okay, you need to get on the wait list for this preschool because this preschool has connections to Punahou and my baby was like in my tummy still. <laughs> and I was like, all right, this is like a lot. I knew that eventually we wanted to be back on the big island and that Waimea was the destination. We wanted to raise our kids in Waimea. Waimea has HPA, which is, it's almost like a little sister school to Punahou. So I was like, I hope one day my kids will be able to go to HPA. I remember playing HPA when we were playing sports, walking into the gym and it looks like a college gym, all the banners hanging, playing soccer on the field. And it was like magical with like Kohala Mountains in the back and like the Waimea rain. And, you know, I didn't know about HPA. I didn't know of anybody who went to HPA, honestly. But just seeing the campus, I was like, wow, that school, that's the goal. Fast forward to present day, I have two kids going to HPA. We pay a lot of money to go there. Two kids, two full tuitions, it's a lot. And I'm very grateful that Peter and I are able to provide that for our kids, but it's a stretch because it's expensive. And so we have to budget our money. We need to say no to certain things. We need to work really hard. And so now that we're in it, we're wondering if it's worth it. And as much as I love HPA and I love the school community that we're a part of, it's not a definite, yes, it's worth it. And I think that's a conversation that a lot of the people who are at the school like have to wrestle with every year. Like when tuition is coming up, it's like, is this worth it, you know? And it's tough for me because both Peter and I went to public school and we had pretty good experiences. So I don't know why Hawaii has this big divide. There's a big divide between public school and private school. And if you aren't from Hawaii, I think people don't really understand like this divide because it doesn't happen in places outside of Hawaii. I mean, 
our really good friends move to Washington and their kids in an amazing public school that they pay zero dollars for and they're getting a really good quality education. I think it's just tough in Hawaii. Luckily, the teachers union, they set out on a deal last year, last, I think, summertime where their um, teachers will get a 14% increase, pay increase over the next few years. So that's something. I have friends in both public and private school education and some of the best people I know, but I know that that's not the case for all teachers. I hear from teachers who want out of public school to go and teach at private. It's tough as parents because we wanna give our kids the best and it's really expensive to live in Hawaii. It's really expensive to send your kids to a private school. I would like to homeschool my kids, but I don't know if that's something I'm cut out for, <laughs> especially with my workload and all that stuff. It's, I wish I could, but it's just not a possibility right now. Peter and I talk about this constantly. I talk about it with my mom friends constantly. Um, there's not a clear cut situation, but, but at the end of the day, it comes down to the parents. It comes down to the community that you build around your kids. My daughter plays in a volleyball club that's a mixture of both private school, charter school, public school kids. And that's so good for her. Like that's my favorite thing that she can mix in with different kinds of kids. And she doesn't think that she's better than them because she goes to private. There's always going to be those like stereotypical public school kids, stereotypical private school kids. But I think as parents, like our goal is just to have our kids be very well-rounded, very respectful, grateful for this life that we have and some sacrifices that we make. So yeah, TBD, we'll see what happens. I would love to hear from you guys and what you guys think about private versus public versus homeschool and what you feel works for your family. Sometimes I'm like, I see the trek that we write and I'm like, I could just go on so many trips with my kids and show them the world and, in my dream life, that's what I would do. But for now, we're just kind of trying to make it work. Thank you for the questions. We will get to the other questions that came in. Thank you so much for sending them in. And please continue to send us questions next time. I kind of went on a rant there, but next time I'll try to like get through more questions in one episode. Um, today, we have a really special guest coming back, Lexi from Lex Breezy Hawaii, Lexi Akiona. She is killing it. She was just named Entrepreneur of the Year. She has won Social Media Influencer of the Year. She opened a brand new space at Ala Moana last summer and just climbing and climbing and rising, which is so exciting to see. We love her. We love to see this Native Hawaiian Big Island girl just make it. Nice to see you. Oh, good to see you. How are you? Good. You know, busy. Very busy, yeah. but I feel like um, it's slowed down after this uh, holiday season and it's picking back up again right where we left off. So <laughs> it doesn't look like it's slowing down for you. I'm like, holy, I don't know how she does all you do. I'm like with the two little ones, too. But I just came from the gym. So good job. <laughs> Is that part of your New Year routine? Yes. Focusing on our health and our yeah. well-being and our mind i think is so important i think when you grow older you kind of realize how important that is and mm -hmm. as you watch all your family members grow older and you know as life gets to you it's it's so important to focus on your health and i'm just kind of learning that now 
Mm, um, yeah. So it's exciting. It's good. I feel great. Um, just getting your mind right, your mind, your body, your soul, all of that. Yeah, I remember somebody, one of my mentors told me early on that we're so like, as entrepreneurs, we're going to push ourselves to the limit. Mm -hmm. But then in order to take care of everybody, we need to take care of ourselves first. Right, right. And so it's almost like, I would feel bad about going to the gym. I'd be like, Oh, I got so much stuff going on at home. Like I feel bad going or like so much going on at work. But then I don't know where that guilt comes from, but I'm like, no, this is actually my responsibility to take care of myself. Yes. And like, then I can take care of everybody else. Yes. yes. So now both my kids are in school, so I have no excuse. <laughs> but it's, I, I, I don't know who told me this. I forgot who told me this, but they said you have to put your, your workout in your calendar like it's a meeting. So mm -hmm. that's kind of what I do now because I don't ever miss meetings, but I'll miss mm -hmm. a workout. So I, I put it yeah. in as a meeting now. So awesome. I need to do that too. <laughs> I'm inspired by you. I'm going to get a workout <laughs> after this. <laughs> so tell me about um, Entrepreneur of the Year. Were you surprised? Like, tell me all about that. Like, yes, I'm, I was actually shocked. I mean, I'm honored. Um, I just feel like. I didn't really know the qualifications to become an entrepreneur of the year, uh -huh. um, but definitely I'm very honored and I'm just grateful for my community and my family and, you know, everywhere, everybody who kind of helped me get me into that position. Um, but now I feel like we, I need to just be better and do better um, because now I have a title of entrepreneur of the year. Um, so just working on that, but I'm grateful and I'm really honored. I don't, I don't really know how that happened, but well, it's so funny. Cause so we had you on last year. It was before you opened the Ala Moana one. It was mm -hmm. like, I think early last year, maybe like very beginning of last year. And you, you like had announced that you were opening up your second location. And I feel like after that, just watching you, like watching your growth, it was like that emoji, that rocket ship emoji. <laughs> that was you. It was like, phew, like you just went like crazy exponential growth last year. It was yeah, so trying cool to stay to motivated and like, you know, always pushing your boundaries and your limits. I think you have to keep doing it and not getting into a place where we're so comfortable. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, you know, I'm young, I'm younger, I'm not young anymore, but I'm younger and I feel like a lot more energy. Both my kids are in school, so I want to take advantage of that, um, that I can do all of it now. Um, you know, uh, my parents will say, you know what, why don't you slow down? I'm like, well, I don't know if I'm going to feel like that 10 years from now. I might, you know, someone's like, you're going to be sports, you know, every single day, every yeah. single weekend in 10 years. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to do what I can now and just go after it and just keep doing it. Cause that's some great, it's great momentum and it's great energy around that. Yeah. Isn't that a game changer when both the kids are in school? Yes. <laughs> it really is tough, but um, we, we need it. Cause my goodness, my kids drive me crazy. Teen, <laughs> you know, routine for them. They need a good routine. Yeah. They thrive off routine. I thrive off a of routine. Um, and sometimes we get off that routine. And now, you know, now we're back to routine. Today's Monday. So um, we had asked last week, we had asked um, some of our followers to like send us questions for these things. Mm -hmm. And um, there was one that came in and I was like, ooh, I want to talk to Lexi about this one. Because it's kind of a sensitive subject, I feel like. But mm -hmm. 
I mean, I just want to like have conversation around it. So one of the questions was, um, what are like private school versus public school? Mm -hmm. And um, that balance between like, what do we do for our kids to get good quality education mm -hmm. um, and still be able to live in Hawaii? And I'm like, oh, that's a tough question because like, I don't want to offend either side, but I've been on both sides. Like I've mm -hmm. been like, I'm a public school kid. Now my kids go to private school and it's hard. I know your kids are younger, but have you thought about like what you're going to do once they get like kindergarten age? I'm actually still learning. Um, I don't really know any of this, uh, but from mm -hmm. my experience, um, I was a private school. I went private school and I actually got kicked out of private school. Um, <laughs> So I am a commitment school kick out. <laughs> um, so and then I did go to public school. So I did have the best of both worlds, I'd say. Mm -hmm. um, but maybe just like instilling in our kids. Um, every I think everything at home is really important. And yeah. that is probably well, that's what I'm learning, I feel like. And that's what I hear from my mm -hmm. parents is it doesn't matter what school it's parent involvement. And mm -hmm. it's showing up for our kids, which is important. And that kind of sets the foundation of whatever school they go to. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I, I read a lot. So I read, you know, the difference between, you know, why is private school better than public school? Why is public school better than private school? Um, but from, I think, my experience, it, it in public school, I'm going to be honest, you just have a lot of distractions. Um, yep. And in private school, I might not have that, had that much distractions. And mm -hmm. it's about creating, for me, you know, what's important now is about creating opportunities for both, mm -hmm. both Keiki in public and in private school. So, and mm -hmm. just creating that mindset for them is really important. And that starts at home. So yeah. whatever school you go to, giving both Keiki the same opportunities and helping them create a side a, a, a strong mindset at home I think is mm -hmm. important so whatever school you may go to using that and using you know it's, it's, especially if we had distractions you know I'd say in public school a little bit more distractions than private school um, mm -hmm. because everybody comes from all different types of backgrounds I learned yep. Mm -hmm. um, yep. you know everybody's upbringing is different yeah, so I can go all day about private and public school, but I'm actually yeah. still learning. I want to know any yeah. tips and tricks, you know, what I can do. But I feel like it's all my 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 dad will tell me this. And my dad had kids go Punahou and Kamehameha schools, homeschooled, yeah. uh, public school. You know, my stepdad has nine kids. So a range of different types of cakey. But all of it. Yes. So it is really about just what is going on at home. I like that. No, I don't know if you're experiencing this, but I remember when I was had the two girls and they're about like the same age difference as your boys. But when they were like babies and getting into like daycare preschool, mm -hmm. I was already getting all of this like outside like pressure, like, mm -hmm. oh, you need to send them to this school because this is a feeder school to Punahou. Right. And it started so young. And I was like, wait, like, wait, what are you talking about? And the pressure I feel, I don't know if it's like a Hawaii thing or maybe just like in the circles that I was in, but they're like, oh no, like I have, you need to try for Punahou or Iolani. And this is back when we were on Oahu. 
And like that pressure was real. And I was like, I don't want to be a part of this. And like how much money I'm going to have to make to send yeah. both of my kids to these schools. Like it was so crazy. It was too much. Yeah. Um, and I'm still, I mean, my girls are third grade, fifth grade now. And we're doing the whole private school thing, paying for two tuitions wow. in my man. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm in it, but I still don't know if it's worth it. I do I'm think like, public school, I think it just also depends on your, like what my parents say, it depends on your child, you know, yeah. like can they, you know, be to that level? Like what do the, your each child needs? I think, you know, mm-hmm. uh, for me, More I think it was important to me go to private school at first because I needed the structure and I, you know, I was kind of kalohe. So private school was <laughs> for me until that point. Um, but I don't think there's a, like my husband, he is proud, proud Kailua high school, you know, and he's like, we're sending the boys to Kailua. I said, what? Like, I guess for me, it's like, there's a standard that I do have to live up to. And I feel like both me and my husband's parents worked so hard um, to give us such a life that we live now that I want to continue. And you want to give your kids the best like right. if you're able to right it's like yeah, yeah so I want to for private school then by all means that's what how I look at things but I don't I feel like public school like it gives you grit and it gives you like that's mm-hmm. real life you know and yeah I've been in positions where I, I'd say like you know they say you're high maka maka and then I'm I'm a commandment going to a public school like life got really real for me real quick mm-hmm. <laughs> you know um, yeah. I went to commandment school straight to Waikil High School so it's two different worlds and at commandment schools I was really spoiled and I had you know good structure and great teachers and at public school things are that's real life you're you know you're meeting a lot of people and some people aren't nice and like you know a lot of kids come from different backgrounds so it's hard but I do believe now that that I did go to Kamehameha schools and Waikia high school and I went to Kamehameha down here that that's why I have so many friends because I really like nurtured Mm -hmm. my relationships in different schools so I know so many people to this day I'm like oh my god I went to school with you and you know so it's good in the end to bounce around to make a lot of friends but no that grit that you mentioned is real because I (laughs) feel like if I didn't go, I always wonder like if I didn't go to Ka'u like if I would be yeah I can imagine (laughs) Ka'u (laughs) <laughs> but Ka'u was such a small school. Everybody mm-hmm. knew everybody. It was a safe place. We were like out of, out in the middle of nowhere. So we didn't have like the, so much of the pressures from like the city, <laughs> Kilo and Kona. <laughs> like we were just out there in the middle of nowhere. And so like the environment was very safe to me. I mean, I don't know. A lot of people were are like, oh, Ka'u is like rough and people are scary. Yes. And I'm like, no. Yes. <laughs> No, that's my people. Um, but it also, I think, to prove myself, maybe, like, I always had this, like, chip of yeah. sure, like, I need to prove myself. Like, I didn't come from, like, a fancy school, so I need to prove myself. So I would work extra hard yes, to get I whatever it would be. Yes. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, I don't know. It, it is whatever you make out of yeah. it. There's opportunities. I mean, if I lived school, in a perfect world, my kids would be homeschooled, then I probably would go crazy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're not... <laughs> for my mental <laughs> but um I don't think there's a right or wrong answer but just definitely what we can do for our kids and giving them both opportunities and helping them create this mindset where 
it's it doesn't need to be what it was 10 years ago and what it was for our parents so i think really like nurturing that and helping the kiki kind of understand that is probably like part of our mission so yeah i love that that's good perspective opportunities for everyone whether you're going to Puno, whether you're going to waikea you know because mm -hmm. and then having that start back at home and what we can do as parents to help create that and give them both opportunities i love it that's that's <laughs> great i love it um all right so it's the end of january so we're one month into 2024 tell me about what you have coming up for this year what are you wow. having <laughs> My goodness. I felt like the first two weeks of January, we were moving slow. It was nice. We got to rest a little. And now we are like tunnel vision um, for the rest of 2024. But there's just this good energy I love about January. It's just new beginnings and just, you know, resolutions yeah. and just wanting to be better, I think, this year. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, Lex Breezy is guns blazing. <laughs> Um, we're excited. We're Not getting ready. down anytime soon. <laughs> no, um, we're getting ready for a pop up next week in Las Vegas. Um, that we're collaborating with one of my old bosses at Farmers Market Hawaii. So we're all getting together, That's and we're fun. excited because there's just this huge community of Hawaii and Hawaiians in las vegas it's so crazy so we're excited because that's a lot of our friends and family so just being a part of that community is just it feels like your home um oh that just gave me chicken skin yes. oh that's so awesome thousands of hawaii that. people all come together and it's a very close-knit hawaii community up there so we are going to be part of their pop-up next next month um we're actually getting ready be there for super bowl yes we're going to be there for super bowl i'm not really a super oh, bowl gosh, fan so we have a pop-up that day so um <laughs> i'm more of a taylor swift fan <laughs> well she will be I'm there too taylor, yeah <laughs> um but after that we're actually um getting ready to hopefully open another store we're in the talks of that oh we're moving into a new warehouse we're getting ready for the merry monarch which i hope to see you so oh, stop by yes. your boat. Yes, um, yes, that's yes. kind of the excitement right now is getting we're preparing for Mary Monarch, which is earlier this year. So we are already going crazy knowing that we don't have that extra two weeks that we normally do. Um, you guys crushed it at Mary Monarch last year. Yeah. I yep. couldn't believe I was like the line, the line to get into your tent was like insane. You know, we get so much support from Hilo um, and the Big mm -hmm. Island. So we're so grateful. And um, Lex Breezy's anniversary is actually during Mary Monarch. So, so that's actually where we started was at Mary Monarch. I, I don't know, forget right. what year it was, but celebrating that. Um, and then after that, we are, Mana Up is having a pop-up in New York City in Soho. <gasps> oh so my gosh, we're getting ready for that. Hopefully we get to go across our fingers. It all works out. Um, but in between that, trying to just enjoy and spend time with my family, got spring break <laughs> and all of that. So and then we're already on to the summertime, which we're hoping to open up our next store. We're, so we're trying to figure out where our best location oh is. Um, but it's good because well, they really, I guess really us, so <laughs> I want you to bring it to the big island. But I do see some of the stuff, your stuff at Simply Sisters sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So, so we like try to keep their store stocked. So. Um, we'll be yeah. at Monarch at my mom's booth again. 
um so we'll be there all week and we're excited i love merry monarch it's it's for me it's like the best time of the year it is it's pretty magical yeah it really is so i hope i see you i know you need to we need to plan a little um lex breezy birthday party (laughs) how many years we're gonna we turn eight this year wow yeah number eight yeah awesome Ah, uh, well, what's one thing I guess you want to like put out there for the un- into the universe for this year? Like, do you have a power word or do you have anything? Power word. Um, I just spoke at the that panel with Creative Morning, and the word was rise. So I think this year I wanna. I think that's my power word this year is rise, rise to the occasion. Yes, um, and like they say rise is a verb which requires you to do the rising so whatever space you're at right now continuing to rise and continuing to i think nurture that so i think Uh, that for me that's what i'm working on rising to get my mind right my body right and just doing it (laughs) oh i love it that gave me chicken skin again (laughs) you are doing it and you're inspiring so many people along the way so keep doing it girl thank you Colby. you too thank you Have a good day. Love you. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to my long rant on public versus private school. Thank you for supporting us. Please continue to like and subscribe. It really does help us with the analytics world that we are still trying to understand. But it really helps us with our podcasts when you subscribe. So please do to our Spotify, to our YouTube, to our Apple podcast. And we'll hope to, well, we will continue doing these uncut BTS every Monday. Um, and we have a new episode coming up tomorrow with Augie T. Please don't miss that one. That one's really funny. We had so much fun. Thanks, guys. Have a great Monday. Mwah.